Dude, we all have so much power. Uh, always, because here's here's what it is. There's like a when you start to pay attention to uh to to subtle. I mean, this is what I'm about to say is not subtle, but like subtle social dynamics. There's just like so many little things that you can do that'll fucking cause people to freak out. Uh, a, a this is I'm getting to this from. Uh, remember when I started the podcast and I was like, ah. <laughs> You could just do that. You could just do that at any point in time. You could be like at a meal and be like, ah, <laughs> and that'll completely, that'll completely change the dynamic. Everyone will be, everyone will stop talking what they're talking about. And then it's, then the people are going to be like, what's, are you okay? Then you could be like, yeah, man, it's, you know, just had, had something in my throat. Um, one, uh, a thing that I, I enjoy, uh, like, paying attention to is standing up versus sitting down socially where like people don't it's one of two modes people like it when you're either standing up uh, three modes i'll get into it but all right there's standing mode sitting mode and then kind of like sitting on like the corner of a like like temporary sit you know what i mean with like the arm of a couch and you're kind of like this and it's like are you hanging out or are you not hanging out and uh, a funny thing with that is that sometimes if I'm like, if I'm like kind of fucked up at night and like everyone's just hanging out on the couch, then I'll go, I'll just like stand up and I won't, I won't go anywhere. I'll just remain in the conversation. I'll stay, uh, I'll stay doing what I'm doing, but uh, you just do that. And then eventually someone will tell you to sit down. People can't, people can't handle Like, you know, maybe I wanted to stretch my legs, but people can't fucking handle it when you're, you're standing up. People people freak out when, like subtly, when they think that you're going to do something or they know that you're going to do something at some point uh, and you haven't done it yet. Where it's like by standing up in, a, in like a seated hangout situation, you're basically saying like, I need to, I'm doing this because I want to be not hanging out in a bit and maybe I'm going somewhere. Maybe I have to pee, whatever it is. But people, people, people are like, like we'll log it in their brain. Like, right, he's standing. I guess he's gonna be going somewhere. Uh, and then if you don't go somewhere for a while, the people are like, well, "Can you can you stop?" <laughs> and like that makes sense. There's no reason for me to stand up except for like I'm being annoying. But like I just love that we don't let people not be in that zone. And the like, even if you to a lesser extent, if you're sitting on the uh, if you're sitting on like the corner of a couch, like the armrest of a couch. After a longer period of time, someone will be like, you want, I can move over. Do you want me to move? Like, I can, I know you're not comfortable. I want you to be comfortable. And I guess that most people are at that level of like, you know, social awareness to the point where they're like wondering about like what other people are up to. I guess some people don't ever really, uh, you know, have that mentality. And some people are just like, oh, that guy's standing. I don't give a shit. I'm hungry. You know, um, a funny one I've noticed is that like, if you're sitting down and so like my couch in my apartment is like right by the entrance by the door. And if like I'm on the couch by myself and then, you know, my, my roommate and his girlfriend come in or like, you know, just my some, some amalgamation of like roommate people come in and they are, I've noticed I hate it when they come in, they're clearly like, you know, have been doing something and they come and they stand next to the door and they talk to me from the door 
it's so it's so annoying when like you're because then it's like they're having a conversation but they're like looking down like i don't know if i can stand but they're like looking down they're like oh how was your day and it's like well, are you my parents it feels like you're my parents where it's like i'm the little boy who's who's just like i'm on the couch this is i finished my homework for the day and they're like oh it sounds like you had a great day and i'm i'm just saying in that situation i and and here's the thing is that i know when someone comes through the door i'm sitting down they're standing up and they talk to me still standing up they don't sit down i'm like all right you're not looking to hang out with me and that's fine but the conversation should be quick then i don't want you i don't want you to like stand i don't want to talk to you for kind of a while if you're standing there and not sitting because i know that you're standing there because you're looking to leave so i know that you're just having the conversation with me because you think that you should be having the conversation with me because it would be rude otherwise and it's not it's not there's most as you get older people like realize that uh people people understand a lot of the things that you think would people would think is, are, is rude when you're younger people just get when you're older you're like you know someone invites you to their birthday party or some shit and you can just be like yeah no i can't i i got I, I just, I have a lot going on today. I don't know if I can, or even if you, and, and they're like, oh yeah, I didn't, I don't care. And I mean, it's all not always the case, obviously, but like, you know, you don't text back. It used to be a big thing. Oh, you didn't text me back. And, and even if it's like a conversational thing, if you need information, that's different. But now it's like, uh, I get it. You know, I had a meeting today where it's like, I said, I forgot to follow up with the guy like 12 days ago. And then I was like, oh, shit, I could follow up with him. And then I did. And then we just had a meeting today. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It took me almost two weeks. And he's like, oh, don't worry. You know, no one cares. It's fine. Um, wait, the standing versus sitting thing. Did I have another thing on that? I don't think I did. Sitting, standing. Yeah, that's about it. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to, one thing I thought about, uh, lighting a fire, like a bond. There's certain, there's certain like, there's certain manly things that we do in our society, even as like a little fucking San Francisco bitch liberal guy, um, where like, you know, if you go to like a camping situation or even just like an outdoor cabin thing and you're all sitting around a fire, like you're going to make a fire, whoever steps up to be like, I'll be the one to make the fire is such like, it's such a man move. And and you know most guys are relatively comfortable with their like masculinity at least the ones that like i would like hang out with so they don't need to be like fuck you but something takes over where if you're the guy and it's the same thing with grilling it's lighting a bonfire and it's grilling where the guys are like i know what to do i'm gonna i'm in charge and if someone comes in it's like maybe we should do, and they're like no 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 and I don't know what it is, but it's just such a, like, if you've volunteered, you're like, I'm the breadwinner. I'm the head caveman for the next, you know, 20 minutes or whatever it is. And people pay respect. People, someone lighting a fire, people will be like, oh, it's so, it's so great that you know how, because some people have no idea. I don't, I don't really know. I could put wood together, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if it would be good for, for doing that. Um, <laughs> one time I was on a trip and, uh, my, my friend, uh, my friend Jack, he's like a kind of like an outdoors guy. He prides himself on that, and he like took it upon himself to like make the 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 fucking structure and then light the fire. And we were like, oh, that's sweet. And then the next day, we we're at breakfast, 
and I look, and his thumb is just so incredibly swollen. It's like the biggest blister I've ever seen. I'm like, what? And he was like, oh, yeah, I kind of burned my hand on the fire yesterday. It was so funny because, like, he made no... He was dealing with that the entire time. The moment it happened, he must have been like, ow. But, like, you can't... And he's, like, a chill guy who's very in touch with himself. But it was still... He was like, I can't fucking... I can't be like, I'm the fire guy. And then be like, ow, ow, my th- I hurt my thumb lighting the fire. Does anyone have calamine lotion? I don't know. I don't really know what calamine lotion is. Um, or like grilling. I was the, at one time, this is like the only, I, um, at like a work event. It was like a, like a happy hour for other product managers. And we were like out on some like apartment building back patio thing. You know the, you know the, you know the apartment building back patios or like rooftop patios, where it's like a benefit where they're like you can use the 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 patio the grill. There's like a grill and there's like chairs set up and there's like one of those like outdoor fire pits where it's just like a gas line with a little like glass rocks on top of it. And you're like, oh, this is so cool. And then no one ever uses it. Not I've like been at stuff for that, but I feel like mostly no one ever uses it. And then you're sad, and then it's it's sad because you're like, oh, there's a promise of community, but no one, no one really cares to create community in this space that is designed for creating community. And I could be wrong on that, but I feel like mostly no one uses them. Um, but anyway, I was grilling, and when you when you take that on, because it's also that's another like like fucking San Francisco product manager, so everyone's a little bitch. And um, I was just at the grill, and I had like six different guys come up and be like, ah, grill master, it's their paying respect they're they're in the moment i am i hate to i'm the alpha you know i'm the guy and then <laughs> it was funny because I, I was like i don't know what I, I didn't know what i was fucking i'd grilled maybe like twice at that point but i was like surely all these little bitch boys don't know what's going on and i asked i was like oh is there like spur like a uh, like oil spray for the grill and they're like oh we don't have that and I'm like i don't even know if that's like a thing you need um maybe I, I've I've grilled since then. Even now, I'm doing it. Or I'm like, I know I know how to fucking grill. But um, you do that, and then like, so then I was like, ah, oh, there's no. And then I was like, oh, it's gonna be hard to get these off or whatever. And I was like trying to like get them off when the burgers were still pretty raw. And this other guy came over and he was like, oh, I think you need to let it cook longer, and then it'll be easier to to flip. And he was right. But I was just so I was like, know your place, you know, know your know your fucking place. This is this is my goddamn grill. Um, I, uh, I, um, oh, oh, this is the thing I want to talk about. Um, nicknames. I love nicknames. Um, but I've started to, I've, I've, I've been notoriously big nickname guy my whole life. Um, I, I just, I love fucking tossing out nicknames at people. I just love, if, if you're a close friend of mine from ages, you know, 12 to 25 i've given you a nickname um and i think nicknames are one of the most tactful power moves that you can do because people like nicknames people i mean unless it's like a shitty nickname like i i have a friend whose last name is o'brien i called him obitch for a bit and then one day he was like i don't like that and i was like you know what that makes a lot of sense but um but the thing with the nickname is that so one what you're doing is that you're you're relabeling somewhat like someone's name everyone's name is their favorite word that's the thing you hear but 
that's that's their identity and you're and you're taking that and you're saying i'm not gonna use that i'm gonna i got i got this other thing and that's like already you know that's already kind of like a big like a big play and to be clear also i wasn't like cognizant of this like nickname thing until i got older and i was kind of like hmm but um i uh so that that's already a thing but then another another dynamic with nicknames is that if you have a nickname for someone and you see them like walk into a room or come across the way or whatever, um, what you'll do, at least if you're like, oh, dude, you'll you'll yell out that nickname uh, at them. So you'll be like, uh, what's up? What's up? Uh, God, I can't come up with a nickname now. What's up? What's up, hat face? Hat face. Hat face. Uh, and then... The thing is, when someone yells a nickname at you, if someone if someone calls out your name to you, you can engage in conversation. If I'm like, hey, Jason, then they can be like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? How's it going? But when someone calls out your nickname, you have to make some acknowledgement that they did that. So you have to be like, you'd be like, hat face. And then they're like, that's me, <laughs> which is such like a, you know, and then it's like, I have, and then it's, and then it's on the person who called out the nickname to like initiate and set the direction for the conversation where otherwise it would have been on the person. So that's like, it's, it's an interesting thing, but people like nicknames because people th- feel like it's like personal. People know that if you created a nickname for someone, that means that you've enough spent enough time thinking about that person to have done that. And people like being thought of. So no one sees a nickname as a bad thing unless again, it's a bad nickname, but it's a, it's a funny thing where you kind of create that like power dynamic when you do that. And as a result, I've, I've, uh, not like consciously, but I think I, I'm, I'm less into nicknames than I, uh, used to be, uh, which is a, you know, probably, probably good. I'll still, I'll still toss out a nickname here and there. They're not, I'm not, it's not, I'm not, if I do that now, I'm not consciously like trying to be a dick. It's just, it's fun to, it's fun to have different names for different people. You know, people are too, uh, People are people are too stuck in their names. <laughs> nah, names are cool. My um It's funny how like a name for a name names sound weird until they don't. Uh like my nephew's name. I have a nephew. My nephew's name is uh is Charles. And for like a split second when I heard that I was like, Huh. Charles? And then I was like, Oh, Charles. Charlie. And now it's just, it just snaps in. But I think that, I think that most, I think that most names are weird. I think I've talked about this already, but that was, that was something. Um, the apartment next to me has a broken window. The w- the window just broke. Um, shattered glass all over our backyard. And, uh, you know, it's fun. they might be able to hear me right now. Hey guys, fix your window. I don't care. We've cleaned up the back, the the glass, and we used to be absolute menaces to our our neighbors with their our, our noise at night. So I don't care. But it's a funny thing that uh, like that'll just happen. That'll just like if you live in a city, you're just affected by the people around you in a way that. And I wonder, I wonder if that makes you more or less empathetic. Um, to live in a city versus like not live in a city where by being surrounded by people all the time, you're more bothered by people all the time, but then you're also more, uh, you know, 
I guess because you're forced to be in close proximity with other people, then you're you're you can't not see their perspective at least from like a tertiary standpoint. And I don't know. It might be that just like people are like the populace in general has enough like introverted tendencies that uh, like being around other people just exhausts people in a way that like it creates a negative association with other people. You know, where I feel like you'll hear. You'll, you'll hear people be like, I hate people. I just want to hang out with the dog. And I, th- I think that's so annoying. I also don't believe that. Um, but like, I'm an extrovert and <laughs> I don't know why it pisses me off when people say they're introverts. I'm like, you don't like hanging out. You don't like, like <laughs> when someone's like, when someone's like, I'm an introvert and you're like, all right, I'll go. <laughs> I don't, all right, sorry. You, all right. We don't have to hang out. You know, I take it as a slight and that's it's not fair, but I still do that. Um, I still do that. Uh, oh, this is um, this is I've been uh, here's something that I've been not struggling with, but is just like a I mean I would like to be better about this, but this is just always this has just been a dynamic for me for such a long time, where I like the my like nights specifically like the hour or a couple hours before I go to bed, I'm usually chilling. I'm usually just hanging out, you know? I like to have my time where I just have time to chill and like watch TV, fuck around. Maybe maybe I do laundry at most. And it's funny because like as you get older, there's more and more things that you should do before bed. But the problem is is that like I'll be I'll be irresponsible with prioritizing those things when I'm in chill mode where I'm like cuz here's the math that I do is I'll be like watching TV and then I'll be like oh I have time for I'm like oh if I go to sleep now I'll get a ton of sleep so like I can wait another you know half an hour to finish this episode of this TV show and then uh like after that then I'll go up and then I can go to sleep and then I'll go up and it's like I forget that I'll, I have all these things that I have to do before bed. Like I have to brush my teeth, I have to floss, I have to do my skincare routine, I have to apply my hair regrowth serums and I have to like, you know, ideally you you read a little bit before bed. Ideally you, you know, like there's maybe clean up your room a tiny bit. Like there's a bunch of things that you can do before bed but then I'll just be in like leisure mode and then I'll get to like... <laughs> And then it'll get to like, you know, 1130 or midnight or whatever time. And then I go upstairs and then I'll click into like, I'm going to be responsible about my sleep now. And I've not been choosing to do that. But I'm like, well, I simply don't have time to floss. Also, flossing takes like 90 seconds. But like, I don't have time to floss if I'm going to be able to get my sleep that I want to get. So I'll just like not do those things. I'll be like, if I brush and do mouthwash, I don't have to do the other stuff. That's fine. And then I just go to bed. Um and it's a funny thing because I know I know this and I know that like if I just like click into my nighttime routine like 20 minutes earlier like stretch I, sh- I should stretch but if I just click into that like I have so much time to do that if I click into it like 20 minutes earlier but I just never learn the lesson and I'm just like hanging out and watching TV is the best thing ever and why would I disrupt that for myself and I don't and I don't I don't know I'd be curious to uh I'm always I'm always curious. People have so much time by themselves. And some people I'm like, I don't know how you spend your time. Some some people I'm like, do you do you watch TV? Do you, like I have a friend, I'm not going to say his name, 
I don't know what he does when he's by himself. He doesn't really read. He doesn't he doesn't watch TV at least not in the way that like people watch TV where it's like if I were to br- I would guess that any show I would bring up he had not seen before like you know like oh have you seen fucking White Lotus? No. The Succession? No. I don't think he's seen any of those shows. He doesn't do that. He doesn't play video games. Maybe he plays like some sports video games. But I'm just fascinated. But it's such a rude question to be like what do you do when you're by yourself? Because it, it, it like implies that you're like, it implies a certain level of like discomfort with yourself. And that's not what I'm trying to imply. I'm just trying to be like, how do you, how do you spend your, it's fun to get into other people's little mental worlds, you know, that's the, uh, that's the beauty of comedy that you get into other people's little mental worlds. Um, yeah. What's, uh, what's up? Oh, I started reading a big book. <laughs> I started reading, I like to read, but, um, and I had this book that was recommended to me very highly, but it's a very big book and I was scared. I don't know why I was so intimidated. It's like a thousand pages and like I crank out books. So it's not like I can't do it, but I was kind of like, I don't want to commit to this big of a book at this point in time. But, and, and I think what it was is that I think the length implied that it was also like difficult to read. Or like kind of like dense text, but I started reading it. It's a sci-fi book. It's called Seven Eves. Very excited about it. It's a delight. It's just like it's like a it's like a sci-fi beach read, but for a thousand pages. And now I'm like, oh, I get to live in the, I get to live in the world of the book, for such a long time, and that's such a treat. That's the best. That's the best feeling is when it's books, video games, TV shows, where. You're like, I get to be in that world for X amount of time. Like you start a new video game and you're like, I get to, you know, I'm not going to complete this game for a very long time. I'll get to kind of like inhibit, like inhabit this world for a while. TV show. It's like, oh, start a fresh show that has like eight seasons out. I get to be there for, I, I get to just rejoin my friends in the Sopranos universe whenever I want for so long. And that's such a beautiful thing. And, you know, books, same thing. And it's. You know, it's so sad when you exit that book. It's so sad when you exit that TV show and you're like, ah, fuck. And then you worry. You're like, ah, I hope I bet the next world of TV or world of book I enter won't be as beautiful and fulfilling as this world was. But then you start and often, you know, it is. And, you know, or it's not. And then you're like, I could just do I could just clean my room instead of instead of inhabiting an entertainment world. Um, let's think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of a, that's kind of a fun thing. And Ener- people got to be entertained, man. You got to be entertained. I'm curious to to see what happens with the writer's strike. I'm curious. Uh, you know, I'm not really a, I don't I, like, I don't care for talking about current events on this necessarily, but I, it's an interesting thing where the right, the, the writers and actors as they should have built up you know, such a strong sort of like moral stance on this, which they are correct in. Um, but in a way that like, you know, it'll be, it'll be like a massive loss if they step away from the picket line. But then the streamers have such a, people watch so much fucking TV and there's so much fucking TV that comes out all the time where it's like, they can't, they can't not make TV. It's funny. You, you know what you don't hear? Can't, well, I guess they renegotiate with the whole union. But I was going to say, like, what if, like, one streamer scabbed? Whereas, like, just Apple TV was like, we'll pay you guys more. 
but I don't think they can. Can they do that? Maybe. But yeah, I'm curious to see because like there's such an entertainment void. Well, there, I mean, there's not right now, but there will be. But um, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but the or last time I recorded this, but um, the like I watch new T like there's so much new TV now that I just watch new shows like their old shows. People used to watch The Office every night before bed. I'm pretty sure I talked about this. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. Ooh. Um, I, um, ooh, here's something I remembered. Um, I fucking, isn't it, isn't it interesting how it's like you can, (laughs) I was watching this, I was watching this, uh, I was watching this horrible, like, I love watching bad things. I love watching, I'm watching Tourgasm with Dane Cook. What that is, is that comedian Dane Cook, if you don't know him, uh, he was like really big in 2005. He's, uh, not, not very funny. I don't think at this point he was at that time, but he's like a huge douchebag and he goes on tour and does like a documentary series about the tour with like three other comedians. And he's just, and like (laughs) two of them are such douchebags to like the opener. And it's funny because there's no like direction set with, uh, there's no like direction set with, the show when they start it's just like it's just documenting the wild times but they don't like <laughs> but then but it's it's funny because like watching it later now you're like oh the theme of the show is what happens when you put you know a bunch of douchebags in a bus together for 30 days like how do they deal with that and the answer is poorly they're very mean they're very homophobic it used to be i like that now and I'm sure this is different, like, if you're in high school or whatever, but these guys are, like, fucking 35 and just being so mean to each other who are, like, their their, their friends or whatever. Um, people used to, you know, it's you can be mean to your friends. That's that's a thing. I like it. I think it's we're better about that now. But I remember um, one time I was at, like, I went to this, like, Lake Chelan. It's, like, a lake in Washington State when I was a kid. And I thought my friend was at the end of the dock, so I was going to go, like, uh, next to the lake, and I was going to run up and push him in. And so I ran up and I like pushed him and then he like took a couple steps, didn't follow in and he turned around and looked at me, wasn't my friend. And that's one of the worst I've ever felt where like, you know, for a while I was like kind of mean to my friends and I'm better now, but I still probably do that a bit. But, um, I, uh, but it was funny. It was just like, it would have been funny for us to laugh at my friend to be pushed in the water. And then that would have been like a cool thing of me to do. But then it was just the guy he was so hurt he looked so hurt on his face he's like why would you why? he didn't say anything i just like ran away and he was just like but the look was like why would you do that to me why would you i didn't do anything to you and <laughs> it's funny because you're like you know you're there and you're like oh I, I was like oh i'm sorry and then i ran away and you feel so bad but it's like why would that be better if it was my friend it wouldn't be, be- it wouldn't be better he just can't he just can't get a lot he can't get mad because then he's like a little bitch <laughs> or whatever like that's that's what it is is that like when you're friends with people and again this is less the case now i feel like than it used to be but it was like you can be mean and it's funny this is dudes of course but uh like you can be mean and it's fucking funny and if you get mad and take it out of the joking space and make it serious then like you're you're the lame one even though, like, the guy who's like, I'm just busting balls. That's a big thing in the Dane Cook TV shows. He's like, I'm, I'm busting. I'm busting your balls. Why, you little pussy? And it's just like, 
Well, you don't need to be mean. Just be nice. Yeah, be nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's it. Bye.